0: Your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA+ plus news and sport from Australia and the world. Celebrating 15 years on air, thanks to Australia's only rainbow community media organisation,
1: Joy. Hello, I'm Andy Kaye with your Q and update from Sky News. There are reports that ADF cadets were pressured to remove their uniform on Friday and wear purple to celebrate. Wear at Purple Day, an annual LGBTIQA event, according to Sky News host Rita Panahi. Ms Panahi said they were told refusal to wear purple would be seen as a protest. She added, this seems like the ADFA is more concerned with LGBT activism than it is actually about training soldiers properly. Ms Panahi discussed the issue with Coalition MP Philip Thompson. Overseas and AfricanNews.com reports a 20-year-old Ugandan man has become the first individual in the country to be indicted on charges of aggravated homosexuality, a criminal offence carrying the possibility of capital punishment as per the recently enacted anti-gay legislation, according to both prosecutors and the defendant's legal counsel. Despite international pressure from Western governments and human rights organisations, Uganda introduced one of the world's strictest statutes against the LGBT community in May. The legislation stipulates a sentence of life imprisonment for consensual same-sex relations. From NBC, a judge has dismissed a lawsuit contesting a transgender woman's admission into a sorority at the University of Wyoming, ruling that he could not override how the private, voluntary organisation defined a woman and order that she not belong. In the lawsuit, six members of the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority chapter challenge Artemis Langford's admission by casting doubt on whether sorority rules allowed a transgender woman. Wyoming U.S. District Court Judge Alan Johnson in his ruling found that sorority bylaws don't define who's a woman. An attorney for the sorority sisters, Cassie Craven, said by email they disagreed with the ruling and the fundamental issue, the definition of a woman, remains undecided. Pink News reports a Russian man has been expelled from his studies and fled the country after being accused of promoting so-called LGBTQ plus propaganda. Just a few days later, the man known as Max, a makeup blogger, received a call from the university's library asking if he was going to return borrowed books because he had been kicked out. In 2013, Russia passed a law banning LGBTQ propaganda, restricting the distribution of information about queer people among minors. In December 2022, the government expanded the legislation to ban any mention of LGBTQ people in the media. In July, a stringent law was passed preventing trans people accessing gender-affirming health care, changing their gender on official documents and dissolving marriages, where one partner later transitioned. Turning to QNN Sport now, and Outsport says organisers of the forthcoming Hong Kong Gay Games have reacted coolly to an unexpected statement from the city's government urging them to observe the laws and regulations. The statement was issued to media outlets on Thursday, a day after organisers provided a press release about venues, performers, metal designs, mascot, Sonny the Lion and other new information. Monday marks the 41st anniversary of the beginning of the first ever gay games held in San Francisco in 1982. And the senior reports it exploded onto the central coast in 2019 and coastal twist LGBTIQ Arts and Culture Festival is set to return from September 26 to October 2. More than 7,000 people showed up at the inaugural event, making it the largest pilot festival in the history of the New South Wales Central Coast. Despite COVID cancellations in 2020 and 2021, the event continues to grow, with nine and a half thousand attending last year's event, resulting in a complete sellout across its seven days and 12 events. The program will feature cabaret live music film dance parties youth and senior activities art exhibitions workshops a well-being hub and bingo that's what's for making news in the lgbtiq community this week the q and team will be back here next week you can also find us wherever you get your podcasts just search q and i'm andy kaye
0: Q&N was recorded
1: at Joy, a diverse sound
0: for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au or via the Joy app. q and is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air